everybody. Welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our? Who are we? Good heavens above. I am really happy that you asked, because my name's Evan Crockett, and this is my trusty co-also host. I'm Josh. Whoa! There you are. I'm here. Josh. I'm alive. Josh, I'm I can like, there's so much wind behind you. Why is that? Oh, it's because you're in the windy city of Chicago. It's actually a, no, it's actually just the sound of a rap from I Dream of Falafel. Oh. Serious supper? I guess. <laughs> yeah. In, sure. in the, yeah, it's in the intro. <laughs> The wind, the windy intro. I think that's the earliest we've ever had a, a sound call in the show. I love it. Uh, and I'm here in Portland. We're best friends. We've been best friends for a really long time. We come together once a week to talk about movies and other things from our childhood to see how well they've aged, whether they've aged poorly, whether they've aged well. At the end of this episode, this movie will get a rating of either Be Kind and Rewind or Eject and Reject, denoting whether it's worth your time or whether it's simply a wreck. Woo! You did, and uh, I, I, we, I have we yet to call one of these movies like it's just simply a wreck. Simply. Like if we actually said that line, I uh, like while rating it. Yeah. No, I guess like we. I guess not. We, we make this decision up front that it's going to be very binary in the rating we're going to give it, and we never give it either. Well, I mean, I always give it either a be kind of ruined or an eject and reject, and then you always have to do your own little tooty, fruity, Jess Balloody business and make it really difficult for everyone. Well, now I'm going to give the longest and hardest one possible for this one. Only do you promise. <laughs> Only if you're good. Oh, who am I, Eminem from the early 2000s? All right, Josh, well, you want to tell <laughs> You're just upset because I sent you that. I gave I make a playlist forever and every couple of months, and we had to have a conversation about there being one track on every playlist that seems like I'm trying to annoy you with. Yes, and it's never the case. It's never that you're trying. So that and that was the elucidation for me from our last conversation was that I I was frankly shocked but i guess not really shocked that like you're not actively trying to troll me when you put limp biscuit on a on a, a playlist say, you just I mean, are I'd actually say it's like a putting, 70 30 it no you can't walk it back now you were serious yesterday now you're now you're saying that to maintain your cool level on the podcast no, like, I, I mean no, i'm actually just doing putting no no, no. Uh, i mean i maintain that when i put I put um, Hot Dog by Limp Bizkit on a playlist. I'm putting it in earnest because it's something that I listened to recently. And I'm like, I love it even though it's terrible. But also I know it's sometimes I put it on there because I know you're going to just going to kind of like wince your face. And like your eyeballs are going to get really big. Oh, and God. your tongue's going to jut out. And you're going to go, <laughs> when I when you hear it. So oh my God. that's part of it. What a, what a visual. Well, uh, let us New know t-shirt. if you let us know if you want a quarterly tapes 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 playlist. Oh, we should do that. Oh, dude! All right. Anyway, let's not get too off track here. This isn't a music cast yet. Josh, tell the fine folks what we watched this week for tapes tapes tapes. We watched George A. Romero's 
Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead, a 1985 American post-apocalyptic zombie horror film. Um, it's the third film, so we're we're kind of bucking the trend here in terms of going right to the sequel. We've oh, you're right. We've gone right to the trequel of the uh, twice of yeah. George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead movie movie series, and then Dawn of the Dead, and now Day of the Dead. That that's right, yeah. So, um, so this movie, I'm I'm. I've been kind of waiting, Josh, for you to pick one of these movies because I know that like the zombie movies and and the 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 Night of the Living Dead movies, especially, were such a part of your childhood. I've um, brought it up many times before. Before we get into that, Josh, you want to hit the fine folks with a synopsis? Okay, so this is a synopsis uh, for Day of the Dead. Let's choose. You've been so okay. belchy so, lately. I apologize well, because, to all of our listeners for yeah, Josh's belches. Thank, thank you for apologizing for me, Evan. I'm not going to do it myself, but I, I'm, I'm walking into this episode needing yeah. to eat a whole meal. So it's just <laughs> it's what's happening. Okay. <laughs> Zombies rule the world, except for a small group of scientists and military personnel who reside in an underground bunker in Florida. The scientists are uh, the scientists are using the undead in gruesome experiments, much to the chagrin of the military. Finally, the military finds their men uh, finds their men have been used in the scientists' experiments and banish the scientists to the caves that house the living dead. Unfortunately, the zombies from above ground have made their way into the bunker. Uh, yeah, I don't really. I mean, that's a that's a good synopsis. Here, the snaps. I can't snap, so I'm just gonna. Why don't you put in some snap sound effects for oh, okay. me? Okay. Thank you. I mean, I, I'm 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 going to leave the door open for you, but just so the people know, this was Josh's pick. If you're a consistent listener, you know that Josh grew up on these like horror zombie movies. I'm sure you've brought it up before, but. Why don't you oh, yeah. why don't you give like an intro course into the the Josh uh, Josh's dad school of cinematic excellence? <laughs> Josh's dad, let's get that Josh's dad school of cinematic excellence teaching music. God, ew. I'm ready to learn. <laughs> and I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you made it. I know. I'm still uncomfortable. So I've so uh I forget what movie came first, but zombie movies were the earliest lexicon of movies that I got hooked on and kind of forced to watch at a young age. My my dad was kind of the proponent of movie viewing in the household, and I just, I've said it a million times before, but he just got way too excited about sharing some pretty raunchy and R-rated movies with me, like, when I was too young. He's like, I, I can't wait to show Josh these, and he was watching them, and I was always around, so it's just like, um, he's gonna watch it, he's gonna find me watching it eventually, so... <laughs> <laughs> the original uh, original ones were definitely pretty much all of George Romero's movies, like uh, Return of the Loving Dead, 
along with like watching him play resident evil but day of the dead so well so first off um the ordering of movies that because it's you know night of the living dead which was the first one that came out when was it like the 60s or something yeah there's a long period of time between these movies is something that is is interesting like the first one came out and 68 or 69 or something and then the next one was in the 70s and this one's 85 yeah early like, early 70s yeah or mid 70s and then this one and i i really latched on to zombie just movies in general like in college i wrote for one of my writing classes i wrote this huge like thesis project about just like the role of zombies zombie movies in modern culture and why it was so interesting at the time which is i wish i remembered it honestly yeah Uh, because i remember having good arguments in there but um it's it's really fallen out of popularity so funny because like while we were watching this movie morgan and i were talking about like or morgan specifically was like what is the role of zombies like why do people love zombies so much well because I mean, it is such a thing. I mean, to to kind of jump in here. I mean, I had never seen this movie before, but like zombie movies and TV shows and and video games and com like it's such a part of our yeah of like the well, cultural zeitgeist. Well, something that I I mean I I'm not going to claim to be an expert on any of this nor remember the shit that I studied, but I know that so horror movies in general, like the more successful ones are typically movies that deal with whatever is the major anxiety or, like, fear of the time period when the movie comes out. So, like, for example, um, like, Godzilla, like, this idea of radiation poisoning and how it's going to affect people and, like, wildlife and all this, that's what kind of birthed that dracula and those things are like you know fear of the occult and witchcraft like mm. you know all those like anxieties mm-hmm. like oh people that aren't christian and like all those things and zombies like it's one of those apocalypse things where you kind of lose you, it's like people losing humanity and their like ability to kind of just like ex- it's it's kind of when we start getting into like major apocalypse end of the world movies yeah but i think I think um, uh, zombie movies in general were terrifying because it's it's everybody like you're losing your loved ones and like you're forced to like kill your friends and family and like all that shit. It's very relatable from that perspective because you could be one. You could know somebody who becomes one like yeah. it's it's yeah, it's it's a great it's a fantastic framing device for horror <laughs> because it's just it's so ubiquitous. Yeah, and my dad loved it. I loved it. Like, I kind of touted myself as a more, you know, premier connoisseur and educator in zombie shit, which was just total bullshit. I just watched these movies a bunch of times. (laughs) I didn't really explore into zombie movies that much. Hmm. But anyway, I chose Day of the Dead because um, that one in particular played a particular... uh, Particular played a, a particularly particular role in my childhood in that it was probably the most frequent it was probably the most memorable and Mm. um it was the one that i seem to latch on to the most 
Hmm. Now, it, it, just to kind of give a brief overview, like Night of the Living Dead is about a, like people trapped in a household and zombies are coming. Uh, the second one, Dawn of the Dead, is um, about them trapped in a shopping mall. And are there and, are there characters that are the same? No, Mo- it's different characters movie? every it's completely new cast every single time. Okay. Okay. Uh I mean the the the, the character structures kind of carry over where we have like somebody who's the moral compass, somebody that's you know the gun wielding like kind of nut job. Like, yeah. There's there's archetypes that transfer. But it's a new cast every time. It's never a star-studded cast for any of Romero's movies. Hmm. Uh, to this point because it's mostly low budget like he's putting all of his money into practical effects yeah and just making a really good looking zombie movie which is probably one of the reasons that i was really excited to watch this movie was was because of that but needless to say i watched this movie a shit ton with my dad like he we would watch it and he would like talk through the facts about the movie like how it was made or certain shots what was happening it's scared. This movie scared me a lot, like as a little kid, and it just kind of grew on me. Hmm. Um, but there's a really big part of my movie viewing tastes that come from this movie, e- even though I probably haven't watched it in full since college. Oh, really? I just, yeah. Well, I, I feel like zombies in whole kind of. Like, people just didn't stop, kind of stopped caring about it as, like, a, a scary movie thing. Like, they started making zombie comedy movies. Yeah, Shaun um, of the Dead. Yeah, and there was another one where it was, like, a romance movie, but with a zombie. Oh, yeah. Um, Morgan and I saw that, but we, we couldn't remember what it what it's actually called. Yeah. But I, I just kind of lost interest a little bit, mostly because mm. I had I'd watched so much of it. But for me, just zombies weren't really... It just wasn't doing much for me. It wasn't really that scary anymore. Like we explored that idea. Like what? What else? Hmm. Yeah, that, that's interesting. for For me, I didn't grow up with any horror movies. Like I was very, I I was kind of sheltered from it. I and not from like I don't think my parents intentionally did it. I just I didn't like it. Like I didn't I didn't yeah. enjoy the sensation of like watching horror movies. Sometimes when we would visit with my cousins. Um, or like have sleepovers with my cousins in Kansas City, they would want to watch horror movies or scary movies, and I yeah. was always the one who was just like, okay, I'm going to go into a different room right now because I can't really, <laughs> like, I can't <laughs> handle this. Um, oh, and that no. still actually is a little bit, like, I'm. it's much easier for me, but sometimes Morgan will, and she's not like a big horror movie head, but uh-huh. like when we watched the uh, the more the more recent um, it Stephen King's it part one specifically um, like there uh-huh. were multiple times where she really wanted to go see it and then we were sitting in the theater and I just was like I cannot believe that you got me to sit here like I can't believe that I'm here right now <laughs> like, I was <laughs> so scared so that's that's interesting that that that's the case I I think I knew that I I knew that you didn't really go for horror but. I guess I just am now being very, reminded like, of that. I'm sensitive to it. Like I'm very yeah. Like the music and the suspensefulness. I mean, the, we'll we'll talk about the experience watching this movie because it to me it is, makes me excited. To me, this movie is completely different. <laughs> but we'll wait until the second half for that. But um, but I would say that like because of how commonplace 
zombies are in pop culture like you kind of can't you you can't really get away with it or you can't get away from it there's so many video games that i've played that involve zombies or zombie like characters a la like the last of the dead um resident evil all of those games like i've definitely played through my fair share of zombie killing you know role plays um and i also and the, the, oh go ahead well the and i was just going to say the modern interpretation of the zombie which is like the zombie that eats you that comes from george romero the person that made this movie like that's his idea oh really what, what so, was it before so, so zombie so the zombie movies and also because zombies are also a like a cultural thing that exists in you know other cultures like the idea of the zombie or like a a reanimated okay yeah 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 but the idea and before that a zombie was just a reanimated person or a cadaver or something um and whether or not like in some cultures like it speaks and it's just like a it's like a almost a human back from the dead and it's almost like a demonic possession Mm -hmm. where um the movies that existed before uh i think there was a movie called like white zombie or something and it's very like it's very mummy like the mummy back from like the 30s where it's undead but it really just strangles you like this idea of Uh a zombie like being like like there's a science behind it where somebody can get infected and you anybody can become a zombie like either from dying or be bitten and they want to eat you yeah completely as far as i know and what i remember i could be totally wrong but i'm pretty sure that that comes from george romero like that That night of the living dead that that movie night of the living dead like really shaped what the modern zombie could be and so that's resident evil all of those games it all comes from these these movies that's that is fascinating. He's like the he's like the Tolkien of like zombie lore as we know it now. Cuz yeah, it just yeah. that's just how it is for me and similar to like how J.R. Tolkien kind of codified like the idea of dwarves and hobbits and men and elves and dragons like he kind of brought it to the forefront. That's fascinating. Huh. Um all right, well, we, we should get into our current experience of watching Day of the Dead, but we're oh, yeah. going to do so after we take a short break. We'll be right back with more tapes, tapes, tapes after this. Hey, y'all. If you can believe it, Tapes, Tapes, Tapes is in its fourth season. The boys are once again here to help decide the fate of movies stuck in cinematic purgatory. Oh no, the suspense! Remember, you can follow Tapes, Tapes, Tapes on Instagram to stay in touch with the show between episodes. You'll find announcements, surveys, and more. If you'd like to take your relationship with the show to the next level and get your credit card involved, find the show on Patreon, too. The boys thank you for your support. All right, now it's time to get back to the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to Dave's <laughs> Josh. Hey Evan. Hey yeah. Josh, how's it going? It's going good. I'm almost done with this fucking 
falafel wrap. <laughs> okay, fall. <well. laughs> All right. Well, then I, I'll, I'll, I'll spare you. I'll, I'll go ahead and, and talk a little bit because, you know. Oh, for, okay. For, that wasn't like a sign of like you go first. Oh, do you want to go first? No, no, no. Actually, I'd be more interested. Would... <laughs> okay, I get it. You go first. No, you can talk through your falafel. That no, wasn't, you that wasn't shade. Zombie movies are just great <laughs> parts of cultural history. And George Romero. Okay, don't. Ch- okay, I will go because I don't want you to choke and fucking die. Um, Thank you. So yes, my first and Josh, I don't know if you remember, but you and I, when we were little baby boys, I remember your dad taking us to see a zombie movie. Wait, um, was it? I don't a remember zombie movie. I don't remember which one it was, but it was. We were both in. I, re- I distinctly remember we were both in high school, and it was the high only school. time I have ever, before then and since then ever seen your dad excited about anything (laughs) (laughs) wow uh all right that's very fair i I wish i could remember which one it was but i want to say it was a george romero did he have one that came out in 2000 yes yeah in yeah around 2005 ish um, he came out with Diary of the Dead. It, and I don't think it was that one. Diary of the Dead. Or maybe, wait, no, no, no. There was Diary of the Dead and then there was another one. No, there was one before that. That was, uh, the Land cover of was the like Dead. an arm on, Land of the Dead. That yeah, was it. I was mixing them up. That's Land of the watched. Dead is like, it was like a lot of, they were trying to bring the idea of like technology and zombies like kind of becoming smarter into the movie yes yeah um i haven't seen that i i don't think i've seen that one since we saw it since we saw it in theaters Um, yeah so that that was the only context that i had ever had was that like okay i just know that this is what makes josh's dad happy like i don't know anything (laughs) else that makes him happy but i know that that this does so I was watching Definitely this, not me. <laughs> I was watching this movie and I was immediately like, holy shit, this is great. Like this is a great time. It's it's really fun. It's extremely campy. Um, Are we we're talking about we're talking about Day of the Dead now. We're right? talking about Day of the Dead. We're talking about the movie okay, that we great. watched. Like I I had a great time overall. Um I even got a little fucking surprise nostalgia trigger because in the very first, like one of the very first scenes of the movie, I was listening to it and I was like, wait a minute, hold the phone. What the fuck is that? Because it's just this, like this is an eighties movie, right? So we've got a, we've got a heavy synth soundtrack and then Mm. we've just got, hello, Hello, and it's... yeah. For people that don't know, the beginning of the movie is them in a helicopter. Well, there's a really cool opening sequence where it's a dream sequence. Yeah, I won't spoil that because it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. But they're in a helicopter and they're trying to land in a big city in Miami and like to try to survivors. look for other survivors. Yeah, and they're like yelling through a megaphone to try to see if anybody's alive. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? It like it was bothering me so much. I I like I paused the movie. And I like looked it up online. It's the intro to M1A1 by Gorillas. 
and I I they sampled it from their yeah. from their first album back in two thousand and one, and I was just like, mm-hmm. dude, I had no idea this was from anything. I thought that they just like it. Just I was so. I had nostalgia bone without ever having seen this movie before. That's so cool that that's well. First off, the only context <laughs> you have for this movie is a gorilla's song. But funny enough, uh, so I knew about that, of course, because yeah, I had seen yeah. the movie. But when that, I loved that album like so much. Oh yeah, the first that album's album is huge but to me. When I heard that song for the first time. And I, I I recognized it. And he like, oh my god, they're sampling Day of the Dead. And I like showed my dad. He's like, whoa, cool. But I remember really not liking that song because oh. I don't remember it being a good song. It was like anywhere, anywhere, round, 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 hey, round, round. And I was like, man, this song sucks. <laughs> well, but, and, but the, I like it. But the but I have to listen to it because incredible. they sampled fucking yeah. Day of the Dead. Yeah, the rest of the song is actually not as so. Anyway, that that's all to say, like my my nostalgia bone got triggered a little bit. The rest of the movie, and when I say that I had a good time, I just want to be clear with people. That this movie, in my opinion, is a good, bad movie. Like, they're they're doing so much. They're trying so hard. The acting is so campy. The dialogue is hilariously awful. And the characters are inhuman. Like, the, the way that they talk to each other, especially the soldiers, which I think is like... My guess is that it's kind of a thematic element of like, well, what's really that different between the zombies and the soldiers? Like, they're all just bloodthirsty, like, creatures. Um, that's that's my, like, armchair psychologist, whatever, like, read on the mm. movie is that that's what George A. Romero was saying. Is that, like, oh, there's not that much difference. Um, like, when you really look at the actions of the soldier people versus the zombies... Um, but I, I had like a surprisingly good time. Um, tell me about what it was like for you to watch knowing that it had been several years. Well, I was, I was originally cause I mean, we, we, we had actually like a false start for this episode because I watched the wrong movie because I went back and forth about what I wanted to watch this week. Yeah. Largely because I didn't really, I didn't, the picks that I had were kind of all in this horror genre and I felt like it was kind of out of season to do it top of summer. And for some reason I was kind of fighting doing, even though it's the one that I decided to do, I decided to do Day of the Dead. I was not that excited to do it. And I don't hmm. know why. Like, I think I just felt like it wasn't, I was kind of putting the cart before the horse and like, eh, I just don't think it's, I, I just don't think it's going to age very well. I'm probably not going to enjoy myself. Which is a real shame because after my history with all of this and everything, like, why am I undercutting myself so harshly for something that I obviously loved? Hmm. And, uh, God, I had such a good time watching this movie. I had <laughs> oh, a better good. time than I, than I thought was possible. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. literally, I, yeah. I was, I was watching. Well, so the movie itself is. <clears throat> I mean, it's made by this guy, George Romero, who doesn't have a ton of money. The studios are kind of behind him. He's just really good at some stuff. And he's really good at making zombie movies, which entails writing, 
making believable circumstances circumstances in a zombie world and making physical zombies in the world through like makeup and all those things and he's he's just the master of it mm-hmm. and this movie is it's 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 very campy in that it's written how most horror movies and zombie movies should be written which is the characters are just kind of caricatures of themselves yeah but i really believed the movie this time and Hmm. i actually really felt for almost all of the characters in this movie because i think there is a little bit of genius to this movie and to tell you the truth i think this movie has aged way better than it expected to in fact i think it was kind of an accident how well this movie is aged because i remember when this movie came out my dad saying that when it came out everybody was like well fuck this isn't you know when you watch a george george romero zombie movie you expect like a lot of zombie chasing and zombie fights and stuff and this movie is very monologue driven and like characters in a room yeah the the way that it is i mean for people who haven't seen it i would say 90 percent of the movie takes place in a bunker with yeah. without zombies military bunker. like the zombies themselves are you know they're they're treated almost like action sequences like you'll you'll get those peppered in here and there and to and i think that's except for the one the... zombie where the white-haired doctor is like training him and then that's kind of its own he... thing yeah and that's a really fun thing in this movie that they executed really well is they're kind of blur they were trying to blur the lines between zombies and humans yeah where you have people acting like zombies and zombies acting like people because you have this frankenstein doctor who's like experimenting on zombies and like doing all this weird stuff and there's this star pupil named bub that He's essentially like a domesticated zombie that he's getting to do tricks and stuff. Right, yeah. And probably one of the best parts of the movie is just watching him remember what Beethoven is. Yeah, that was a good that was a good scene. So just to kind of flesh that out, like what this doctor was doing is he would he would place objects in Bub the zombie's hands, and then Bub would like act like it. Like he would place a telephone in his hand and he would kind of hold it and then look at it and like hold it up to his to his you know to his ear and it was just so fun watching him make these discoveries yeah something that i think the movie did particularly well that i really i really got into this time was how in its own campy way we see different characters dealing with different stages of kind of a psychosis and mm. it's it's really i don't know it was really it really got me um in particular the so it it we kind of follow the main characters is um a female scientist who's kind of she's the only female you know in the in the whole facility right and she's kind of acting as kind of a broker between like the military personnel who's supposed to be protecting and working for these scientists and though they don't fucking want anything to do with them, they want to get out of there. And the scientists who have work that they want to do, even though their lead scientist is like a fucking maniac, she's kind of there to like broker everything and kind of be the the compass while her boyfriend, who's also 
a military guy is like he's having a nervous breakdown right and treating her like shit but there's like a really there's a scene in there at the beginning where like she's trying to put him uh she's trying to put him under like sedatives to get him to rest and he's just like treating her like shit and like calling her names and like he's like also like not able to perform his duties and he just because he's totally sleep deprived He's sleep deprived and he's crumbling into ball. And there's just one point where he's just like lashing out at her. And then he just completely like has a mental breakdown and collapses. And I just watching that and watching her response to it and how devastated she is was just like, damn, like, yeah, I would fu- I fucking feel that for these people trapped in a bunker with all these asshole like military dudes that are trigger happy. Like, fuck that. Hurt, that that hit. It's, Josh, this is really funny because that scene to me was hilarious. <laughs> I <laughs> that scene was just so ridiculous. And come on, no, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't feel. I mean, I'm just gonna be upfront with you. Like, I didn't feel fucking shit this entire movie. Like, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't feel. Anything except for what? like elation and joy, because it's, okay, well that's fair. It's, that's which fair. is, I mean, it's beautiful. Like I don't think this has ever happened on this podcast before. Where like it sounds like we both enjoyed it, but like you got like deep, and I would just was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, well, I've seen the movie a lot, and also like the yeah. zombie universe, like that horror movies usually build for it, is something that I know really well. Like, I got yeah. really into the Max Brook books that are all, like, the zombie survival guide and World oh, War Z yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. all those World things. War Z. yeah. So, like, I kind of all, I have all this information about what zombies are and what that world is like in my head. So whenever I see people in that world that are, like, kind of acting in a way that makes sense to me, I'm like, yeah, I fucking get that. <laughs> like, I was there or something. <laughs> It's, I don't know. This tickles me know. so much that you're that, that's, that we have. I'm, such a, I'm a zombie movie empath. <laughs> you are. You're a zombie movie empath, and I'm a zombie movie sociopath. I just think it's so and like ludicrous. Like so, the 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 main military dude that like is kind of like the the just the asshole of the movie. Yeah, the bad guy uh, because he he's a, he's assumed like like status responsibility because he's like the highest ranking officer but he's like threatening to kill everybody all the time yeah everybody's just like pointing guns at each other and he's like i'm in charge or nothing else but there's this part of the movie where where i was a bunch of times i was like i kind of get why he's like pissed off and with like the scientist people because they're they're not doing shit, and well, they need a reason to be there. I mean, they are doing stuff. It's just that it's frustrating, right? Like it, it. I think it's a reflection of our, you know, to to try to go deep with you, even though I did think that this movie was basically just a popcorn fun time. But like, there is there is a frustrating element to not knowing. And you're around all these people that, like, they think they're so smart. They've got these doctorate degrees. I mean, look at our current situation. You've got a lot yeah. of people who a lot of parallels. are not, a lot of parallels. Uh, you know, are, are not trusting science and doctors. And they're not trusting that the vaccine is valid or that it's been tested enough or whatever. And, and it's very difficult. For, it's very frustrating for them to accept that, like, 
Science knows what they're doing. Let's just all go and get this thing and put it behind us. Like it's it's difficult to to do that, especially when there's like a hint of uncertainty. And I think that that is where a lot of people get get like get sidetracked. F- for me, f- just to get into like favorite moments uh, for the movie, I Please. I actually like wrote things down, which I, I don't oh, typically cool. do, but I just I thought they were so funny. Um, in really soon, the the only woman who's in the movie, um, like really early on, she's talking to the bad soldier guy that we've been talking about. By the way, sorry if you're like one of those people who cares about character names. I don't remember any of these characters' fucking names. Um, so wait, I guess we're apologizing this three years in. <laughs> yeah, three, yeah. Yeah, sorry if you're a names person and you're still listening. To so that's how we lost our audience. Got um, it, got but it. she, like, he orders her to do something. And she says, yes, sir. Fuck you, sir. And it's so <laughs> funny to me. But that's also kind of real. Like, I can imagine somebody being like, yes, fuck you. And then, like, on their way out of the room. It's just so, it's so perfect. Um, I, I wrote, I wrote just the music, just the music in its entirety <sighs> is like, it's, you know, what's funny is because it's, it's got that synth poppy synth soundtrack. When you were saying that, like you were hesitant about choosing it because we're like getting into summer. Like, I feel like this movie is perfect for summer. It takes place in Florida. This is the most, the most summery zombie movie. And now that I'm thinking, oh about yeah, it, it's dude, like very like the sound. It, it ends with them on a beach. It's, yeah, exactly. It ends with them on a beach. The soundtrack itself is very like is like uncharacteristically upbeat and like happy for a zombie movie. Um, yeah. The other line that I really loved was from the soldier guy when he's inevitably like being eaten by the zombies at the very end. And like you see his entrails being pulled, like, and he's watching them pull out his entrails and he's screaming and he's just going, choke on them. I think that's my dad's favorite line from the movie. And I think it's mine too. So I think we got a triple header. (laughs) It's, it's incredible. Choke on on him. Um, any, any more favorite moments before we get into, get into a rating? Oh my God. There's so many little moments in here that I you've been. I, I mean, I had real like deep cuts for yourself. Well, lately. that's I and I th- and I think that's because I just know this movie so well that I want to talk about the stuff that feels very like new for me. Okay, because yeah, yeah I I loved this movie because it was campy and it was over the top and it was just like a fun zombie romp, <laughs> a um, zomp, if you will, a zomp, yeah, a zomp. Uh, <laughs> But the moments I can that tell really you're just stuck out for me, mad at me for his- <laughs> it's because I really like the phrase zombie romp. Okay, okay, like zombie romp. Version. Okay, I'm sorry, zombie romper. <laughs> uh, oh Ooh, a zombie romper. Sorry, sell them oh on Etsy. God. It's no Giz is clawing at my door, and we're talking about zombies. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you got triggered. I got triggered. I Uh, I I think the parts that I really latched on as memorable moments this time viewing it was the the intro sequence with her dream sequence of her being in a room and then she's looking at a calendar and the arms come through the wall. That scared the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah. Watching it now, it's like so beautiful the way that they do it. It's so simple. 
Yeah, that was a very artistic. I, I have to say, I mean, for for as like funny and campy and kind of not seriously, I take this movie. The opening scene for sure, like it did hook me in. And then aside from that, every time there was an opportunity for George Romero to put like a zombie falling apart you know, on screen <laughs> uh-huh. or like stuff coming out of a zombie, I was just like, this is so fucking good. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, c- that might be where we differ, actually. Or, well, I know we differ a lot, but I actually found, and it might just be because it's not something that I am, like, accustomed to, but I was really grossed out by all of those moments. It's so gross, but I just, I'm completely dead to it. It doesn't bother me anymore. It it bothers me, because to me it's like, ugh, okay, we're just finding, like, creative ways of taking apart the human body like who thinks of this yeah and like hearing guts like slop on the floor as zombies walking and stuff i know it's tough but like (laughs) i i just see and i'm like yeah oh also i'm able to like detach away from it a little bit because i know like he was using animal parts for all of those scenes like i know the materials that he was using (laughs) i know that they're not actually taking apart humans But but that. when you but when you I I know you do but when you so intimately know the production behind it it's almost oh, like yeah, yeah, in yeah. those moments like you just know it so well yeah. it's like something that you make that you can't get lost in the moment of oh, I'm seeing somebody's guts I see yeah because to me it's it is more of like a visceral uh, pun yeah. pun intended I guess um, thing of like okay yeah that. that just makes me straight up uncomfortable. I know we, we could probably do a two-parter on this one. We could probably do a two-parter on a lot of the movies you've been choosing recently. I know. I love um, it. I'm, I'm liking the street. So what do you give 1985's Day of the Dead? Do you be kind and rewind or eject and reject, baby? I'm going to give this a grunt, stunt, Grab, stab, run, fun, and chomp. (laughs) You earlier, I was hoping that you would forget that you promised the longest and most. I know you thought. (laughs) (laughs) Rating. Okay, so that's a be kind of rewind. No, that's a. You don't even remember. (laughs) (laughs) Stab, jump, run, up, down, left, right, A, B, start. (laughs) Yeah. This is a very easy, easy positive. I'm not going to actually say it because I already gave the review. Yes, I understand. Man, this was a very pleasant surprise. How well it aged. I'm glad for you. And how fun it was. It actually made me kind of excited to, to... I, I know that Land of the Dead and Diary of the Dead, his later ones, were a little like uh, he was. His ideas were getting a little long in the tooth, but these early ones, mm-hmm. oh boy! And even the remake of Dawn of the Dead from like two thousand and seven with like Joel Moore, no, uh, Ty Burrell in it, and like some other people. That one's really good. Oh, is it? Yeah, damn, I love it. Um, for me, I would I would give it a be kind of rewind uh, for very for very different reasons. It sounds like, um, you know, to me it sure. was campy, it was fun. Um, I had a lot of fun watching it. Morgan kind of tuned out. Like I, I could tell that for her, it was it was a bit of a slog to get through. 
Um, but for me, I, I definitely just had a fantastic time, um, watching it. It, it made me slightly curious to watch the other ones, but, um, I would say that this one and George Romero has said, unfortunately he has passed away, but, um, he has said that this is his favorite of the original trilogy. Um, Oh, I didn't know and that. And given that you don't need to, like, you know, like Josh said, there's the characters are different every time. Like, you don't need to start with the other ones. I would say this is a, f- a great place to start if you're looking for, like, early zombie, you know, modern zombie as we know them movies now. Um, but yeah. having said that, Josh, do you have a recommendation, like a specific recommendation for what else people should watch? Yeah, I mean, because there's a lot of different zombie movies out there. And, like, if somebody was probably a little hesitant to get into, like, the campiness of zombie movies, but they are, like, into horror and they want to go looking for one. I mean, easy pick is 28 Days Later. It's Mm. not technically a zombie movie. It's an infection movie where, like, the world is over and there's, like, this, like, virus going around. But a lot of the same principles that apply to this movie are in that. Um, so I would say go for that one. And it's got really great acting, and it's killing uh, Murphy, and he's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> um, or, uh, oh, or the uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, because that's another, like, horror suspense movie that mm. kind of fills the zomb- zombie paranoia anybody can be it kind of thing. Um, hmm. But probably just watch these movies um yeah for for me i mean i'm not i'm not a big zombie head like for me if if you haven't seen Shaun of the dead yeah no i completely agree it's like if you don't want to commit to a zombie movie just watch the funny because it's essentially night of the living dead except um except yeah it's, it's just a parody of it so um that would be that would be my my recommendation um All right, everybody. Well, thanks again for listening to yet another episode of Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. Uh, All of our audio mixing and original music is done by yours truly, Evan William Crockett. Our artwork is done by Kersey Barrett-Torme. You can find her on Instagram at madebykersey, K-E-R-S-E-Y. And the podcast is produced by Josh Bowen. You want to tell the fine folks how they can support the podcast? Yeah, I actually will this episode. So you can find us on Patreon. I love how, uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I love how every week you're like, you know what? This week I am going to do it. Or sometimes you're like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. And you're the producer. Yeah, so when I actually do, it's a, ta- it's a tactic. It's so when uh, I actually do it, people's ears perk up and they're like, oh shit, he's actually going to do it this time. And then what's the I'm thought creating... process when you don't do it? Oh, I just don't want to do it. <laughs> so you can find us on uh patreon.com slash tapes 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 uh Uh, we are completely uh self-funded we do all this stuff uh on our own dime and our own time so uh and we're we're completely uh you know listener funded in that sense so you can go on there and uh, we've got a couple of tiers with some perks that to help support us and make this uh delish art uh, uh last thing i'm gonna say is uh 28 days is actually a sandra bullock roman uh comedy romance so that's what i recommended by accident uh 28 days with sandra bullock that's <laughs> what i accidentally recommended oh it's 28, 28 days of. later is what you were thinking of 
No, I know I was thinking of 28 Days Later. And then there's another movie with Josh Hartnett that's a a horror movie that like the the, the title is like a number. Yeah. And oh, uh, no. And I, I accidentally said 28 Days, which is a, a rom-com with Sandra Bullock. Well, I appreciate your transparency. Journalistic integrity. That's what we're going for here at Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. We we love you. We mean it. Guys, gals, non-binary pals. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. See ya.